Nothing you hear in this program constitutes investment advice. It is an expression of opinion only. This is Frisbees, Bulls and Bears. Talking money and markets, what's happening and why. We talk to the experts, the traders, the investors and the companies they're investing in. You're listening to Frisbees, Bulls and Bears with Dominic Frisbee. Hello and welcome to Frisbees, Bulls and Bears with me, Dominic Frisbee. A reminder that you can subscribe to the show by clicking on the subscribe via email button on the left hand side of your screen and then every time I upload a new show you will be notified in your inbox. In today's programme it is my pleasure to be talking to Dimitri Speck. Um, those of you that spend a, a lot of time online studying charts will know Dimitri uh, from his excellent website seasonalcharts.com where he posts charts that uh, display the seasonal patterns of the various markets that we follow. He is a commodity analyst based in Germany and the chief development chief developer of trading strategies for asset manager Steidl Hanseatic, where he's responsible for the Stacey Commodity Fund that won the Hedge Fund Journal's award as Best European Commodity Fund. Um, his new book is called The Gold Cartel. Uh, the subtitle is Government Intervention in Gold, the Mega Bubble in Paper, and What This Means for Your Future. So, Dimitri, why don't we start? Why don't you give us a quick outline uh, of the book and, and what it is that caused you to write it? Some years ago, um, to be precise, in the year 2001, um, I came to uh, over a small statistic that gold dropped usually uh, during uh, New York Times. And I followed this, uh, I did some more statistics uh, and uh, I figured out that this cannot be, uh, uh, this anomaly, the statistical anomaly, this behavior of the prices intraday cannot be a result of uh, free market behavior, to put it this way and there must be some manipulation and I followed this topic more and more, did more and more statistics, also more researches and I figured out uh, that starting from August 93, the central banks uh, did uh, systematically intervene in the gold market at that time to prevent gold to stay above $400 an ounce and the reason was mainly, um, which I figured out later through quotes from the FOMC meeting, um, to um, lower interest expectations. Uh, when you say interest, you mean interest rates? Interest rates expectations, yes. Yeah, okay. Um, now, the fact that uh, gold tends to fall during uh, New York trading and rise uh, during Asian trading could that not just be a symptom of the fact that Asians like gold more than Westerners do? It could have, of course, uh, different reasons, but I've followed up this. I improved the statistics more and more. I did intraday averages, and for instance, uh, I compared the intraday average before this August 5, 1993, uh, with the time thereafter, and before you don't see any anomaly 
And for instance, after then you see uh, at the PM fix, but also at the AM fixing uh, in London, you see an anomaly that the price simply drops. Uh, in the meantime, also some Australian researchers, for instance, figured out that um, uh, at PM fix, uh, something is wrong with a completely different statistical approach. So something is wrong uh, in the gold market and in the intraday behavior. That's uh, from a statistical viewpoint, uh, almost sure. But that doesn't necessarily mean that central banks are, are manipulating it. Uh, this does not mean it, uh, uh, but uh, you must put it together um, with, uh, with the quotes of central bankers, which they did, especially in the 90s, um, where they uh, did the connection between uh, gold price and that they don't want to uh, that gold rises, that they are considering to sell gold, that uh, they want to hold the price of gold, and uh, that uh, central banks are ready to lease more gold if the price starts rising. Uh, quotes like this uh, confirm uh, that the general idea of um, interventions in the gold markets comes from there, and it's also not new. There was also manipulation, for instance, in the 70s, and uh, sometimes even in the 80s. Only since 93, it's more systematic. Why don't you explain how, manip by manipulating the gold price, you can lower interest rate expectations? Um, the, the idea of Greenspan in, in 93 was um, he was in a kind of conflict. Gold did rise from 250 at that time to almost 400. And um, the, the, um, the economy was not very good. On the same side, in Congress, in U.S. Congress, um, Clinton uh, wanted to reduce uh, the expenses. And um, Greenspan, the Fed governor of that time, was a supporter of him, despite he was Republican the Republic Party and Clinton not. And uh, so usually, uh, um, and further um, in the Fed meetings, you could see that the Federal Reserve Board did fear that the inflation rise. So usually uh, the, the Fed had to increase um, the, the uh, Fed fund target rate. Yeah to avoid the, that inflation does rise, but at the same time that uh, the Fed did not want that uh, the economy does suffer even more. Suffer even more. So it was quite clear uh, at that time to draw the connection and that to suppress the gold price of gold is the, simply a mean for them at that time to, to lower the inflation. That was the background. Okay. And all these uh, accusations of manipulation that you read, they all, in my opinion, imbue central bankers and other authorities with too much competence. In other words, um, the, the, the inference is that central bankers are extremely able and very good at what they do. And that's the problem I have with a lot of conspiracy theories is that the, 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 the assumption is that the perpetrators are a lot more competent than they actually are. What do you think about that? Um, first, gold is not a normal commodity like crude oil, for instance. 
if you would lower the price of crude oil, the pe people would simply use more gasoline for their cars and so on because it's cheaper. In the field of gold, it's the very opposite. If you lower the price, many people are disappointing, disappointed from gold investment and stay um, uh, don't invest in gold. So this is a big difference, and it's connected with the second big difference of gold uh, and other commodities, that simply you have uh, much more gold above ground compared to the, for instance, annual um, usage, if compared to other commodities. Yeah, there are uh, about 175,000 tons. Uh, which is the stock of gold above ground, or which uh, is the gold which was um, uh, ground from mines coming out. And on the other side, you have usage in the field of maybe 3,000 tons, so much less. And this is quite different from other commodities. And the central banks have more than 30,000 tons of gold. So it's quite easy from this stock to influence the price of gold through selling and, and lending. And I think there's no doubt at all that this was the case in, in at least in the in the 90s. Yeah. The, the question is uh, mostly only whether it was intended to suppress the price with this means and by whom. And in my opinion, it's quite clear proven that it was intended by four central banks, meaning uh, the U.S. Federal Reserve plus uh, in U.S. also the finance uh, ministry, the treasury. Yeah. So if gold is being suppressed by central bankers and they're extremely good at what they do and they have enough gold to suppress the gold price, what's the point of owning it? Surely one should invest in things that central bankers want to go up. Central banks also change their mind and they have also limited resources in gold. Yeah? Since 2001, the central bank decided um, that they would allow uh, the price of gold rise at the end of the year 2001. Yeah, because they simply figured out that they spent too much gold uh, through leasing and selling uh, than they have in the long run. And since then, the price is also rising. So um, to invest in gold is simply you invest in, in the competitor, to put it this way, of paper money or, or credit-based money, all our money is based on credit, is finally credit, uh, the dollars and the euros and the British pound. And uh, if there is too much of this paper money, uh, then there is first the risk of default and second the risk of inflation. And gold uh, does not have uh, these risks. So this is the reason why people own gold since many centuries. And this is still the reason uh, why people should, in my opinion, own gold nowadays. When uh, Ron Paul asked uh, Ben Pananke if gold is money, he asked him that a couple of years ago. Um, did you see that interview? When I remember it a little bit. Okay, so Ben Bernanke's reaction. I'll never forget Ben Bernanke's reaction. And it didn't... It was the reaction of a man who had been asked a question he wasn't expecting. And it was the reaction of a man who was being careful what he said in reply. And it was the reaction of a man who I think was answered truthfully. It didn't seem to be the reaction of a man who had been asked a subject 
a question about something that he didn't want to talk about. And then when he replied that gold isn't money, it's an asset, and that central banks hold gold out of tradition, um, I mean, is that not a valid is that not a valid response? It didn't. It didn't seem to be um, the reaction of a man who's obfuscating and, and trying to hide the fact that the Federal Reserve is, is suppressing the gold price. Um, Bernanke is not the, the key person. The key person was uh, Greenspan at that time in the 90s, when when this scheme started. And Greenspan span is uh, aware of the role of gold in monetary history because he has another view on this matter than Bernanke has. Yeah, and, th that's certainly uh, true. And nowadays, um, uh, the, the interventions uh, shifted from the central banks more to the treasury uh, and further to, to private banks who are doing this in a day-to-day -day basis. Yeah? Um, uh, in the intervention of um, the gold markets, not only the central banks have been involved, but also private banks. Yeah? The reason um, is also historically, um, first, uh, the, the, the private banks came, came into uh, this market through the lending and also into the connections with the central banks through lending of gold. And the second is, and also had the interest that the price of gold should not rise through the lending because they were short in gold. And further, the, um, after the stock market crash in '87. Uh, there was a clear order um, that in future, what they also did uh, during the central uh, stock market crash, if possible, uh, they should um, private solutions, what uh, this was the name at that time, should make these um, interventions. Yeah, and private solution means some some big banks or only one big bank, and this is backed by the treasury in in US. Um, already in, in the late 90s, by the way, um, one central bank after the other disappeared uh, from this gold intervention and changed uh, their thinking about gold. Even the Fed did, um, under Greenspan, did say several positive words about gold. So we don't have an um, aesthetic uh, intervention in the, in the gold market. The participants are changing. Yeah. But the main participant is always the same as the U.S. Treasury, with, which has the biggest interest. And also the methods are changing over the years. So it's not a static thing. Was there, was there um, gold price manipulation all through the noughties then? Excuse me? Uh, all through the noughties, the years from 2001 to 2010, was there gold price manipulation in this period? There was gold price manipulation, but uh, it did not have the gold to keep the price from rising. Only uh, uh, it has the goal, that, uh, the goal that gold should not rise too fast. And especially during times of crisis like 2008, uh, it would have been a bad sign to the investors if the gold price had, had, it had exploded and it would rise too fast. So. Uh, this has another, it was, there were interventions, they are still going on, but they are, have different scope and different methods than in the 90s. I see. Um, how much gold is in Fort Knox, do you think? 
Um, regarding this, I'm um, of the opinion that uh, the gold that the central banks say that they have that is really existed in their um, in, in Fort Knox or in New York or wherever. Yeah, I'm not. Uh, of, I don't have the opinion which other people have, for instance, that the Bundesbank gold uh, does not exist in New York and so on. In my opinion, if you put together the figures of selling and lending gold since the 90s until today, at the gold price, it is quite clear um, that um, if the central banks uh, had sold all this gold, that the price of gold would stay much lower. So in my opinion, this gold exists. Why is it taking Germany so long to get delivery of their gold from the United States? Um, this is also... Um, often seen as that the Federal Reserve cannot deliver the gold. In my opinion here, it's simply that the Bundesbank um, decided itself to, uh, that it should take seven years or longer um, because they wanted to give the people a sign that there is no panic, that they don't have panic, that uh, they're relaxed, that they trust each other. So it's a decision of the Bundesbank, in my opinion, a free decision and not caused by, by the lack of gold in, in, in New York. OK. Is the ECB manipulating the gold price? Um, I don't have any hint for this. OK. Um, now, this is just um, an observation of mine. In Germany, the... The German people seem to have much more trust in their authorities than, say, the British people do in theirs or the uh, Americans do in theirs. I would suggest this is because the German government is a is a much younger um, organisation, and you've had much better monetary policy since the first world since the Second World War. So uh, trust hasn't been eroded in the same way that it has um, when you head further west, um, and therefore the German government is to an extent much more accountable to its people and the uh, accusations of gold price manipulation are, seem to be much louder in Germany uh, than they are elsewhere and they seem to be heard in Germany that they're, in a way that they're not uh, heard elsewhere. Um, do you think that assessment is correct and do you think uh, if, if gold prices manipulation is to be exposed Germany is one place where, where that exposition uh, might might be heard. My response, my personal response, when I talk about gold price suppression uh, from market participants, is in many cases, in the majority of cases, that the people agree. Also, professionals in the banking sector or um, in the gold sector, especially uh, here in Germany. Um, I, I don't know the, the figures in other countries, uh, but this is my experience. Um, it's correct that the Germans trust maybe the Bundesbank a little bit more than uh, other people trust their authorities. Um, this is so far my experience. Yeah. Okay. So, as investors, what should we do? Should we be buying gold? Should we be avoiding gold? What's your advice on gold at the moment? We are in, in the correction of the gold price. This can still last, but the pessimism was quite high uh, in the in 
especially in, in December at this time. So it might also that we have seen the, the bottom. Yeah. Generally, we are in a fully indebted world. That means um, that the uh, the amount of credit from private customers, from uh, companies, and from the governments compared to um, GDP is much higher than it was, for instance, in the 60s. And historically, this always leads to some kind of losses for the owner, owner of paper money or of... Uh, so, in my opinion, because of this reason, everybody should have some, some gold and also silver, which is also a possibility um, as security, but also as investment. Okay, well, very good. Well, Dimitri, uh, thank you very much uh, for 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 this interview. It's been a real pleasure talking to you, and it's it's nice to hear uh, such um, a measured analysis of this subject when uh, others get so uh, excitable about it. Um, uh, the book is called The Gold Cartel. Uh, the publisher is Palgrave Macmillan. Uh, Dimitri, would you like to give out your website and also some information about how people can get hold of the book uh, if they're interested? Um, you can go to Amazon, uh, you can go to Palgrave Macmillan and just type The Gold Cartel. There you find some information. And there's also a small text. Um, but this is a German title, geheime-goldpolitik.de, we had also an English page. Yeah. These are the three possibilities to get information. Okay, and, and I want you to do one last thing for me. I want you to say, in German, uh, the gold price is manipulated and there's going to be a short squeeze and as a result gold's going to go to ten thousand dollars say something like that in german okay i say something like this also der goldpreis wird manipuliert und er wird im preis um, in die größenordnung 10 bis 15000 dollar je unze in der spitze steigen wenn es zu einem abbau also zu einem finalen exzess dieses gegenwärtigen Verschuldungssystems kommt und dann zum Abbau der Verschuldung. <laughs> What a fantastic language. Dimitri Speck, thank you very much. Thank you very much too. Thank you. Frisbee's Bulls and Bears is presented and produced by Dominic Frisbee. To discuss the markets and have your say, why not visit our forum at globaledgeinvestors.com. That's globaledgeinvestors.com. To join our mailing list so you can be updated as soon as a new show is posted, please email info at dominicfrisbee.net or simply subscribe through iTunes.